Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Good morning. It is Thursday, December 7th, five minutes after 10 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Stephen A. Smith, you know that guy. Oh, He's the guy from ESPN. Yes. He went on record yesterday saying, we need a new president. <laughs> He said this man is going to be 82 years of age in the year 2024. There is no way around it. We need to stop. Remember when ESPN used to talk about sports? <laughs> right. And then they got all political. And and they've never been in worse shape than they are because many, many people like myself have just completely tuned them out. The only time I will ever watch ESPN, I don't, I don't have cable, but the only time I'll ever watch ESPN is if a, an actual sporting event mm-hmm. is on ESPN. And... That is maybe three or four times a year. And I was a person who used to watch ESPN all day, every day. And this this is why. It's like, I agree with him. We need a new president. Mm-hmm. I but don't, do, you, do you care what he says? I don't do you tune, want his opinion? I don't tune to ESPN to get my hot political takes, though. And ESPN is just all in on the politics, and they will continue to suffer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went on to say that uh, we need a new nominee. And he suggested Gavin Newsom, yeah. of course. So he's, he he wants and this and again so it's always with ESPN it's not like there's some epiphany where you've got some guy changing his political affiliations based on the condition of the country no he wants more mm-hmm. insanity he's just mad he doesn't think this guy can get across the finish line to continue the insanity I think it's interesting though that even on ESPN you're starting to hear more chirping like this even on CBS they said 60% of workers say their income has not been enough to keep up with inflation CBS reporting this and um, 401ks are down almost 25% and pension plans are down more than 12% and this is all since Biden took office this is Biden a word that they don't want to use anymore because of the negative connotation, you think? Well, that's an interesting statistic on inflation, and it shouldn't surprise anyone because we've talked about this before. So many people live on the margins. I mean, and by that, what I mean is, hey, if you told somebody, hey, you got, you're going to be laid off, a lot of people couldn't make it more than three months. If they, you know, if you told them, hey, your your job is done tomorrow, mm-hmm. many, many people would not be able to sustain themselves for three months without income. And so it doesn't surprise me that people with Americans for many, many years have been ingrained, ingrained in them that they can live that close to the vest, that they're not able to keep up with inflation. And, and look, we're going to, we're going to be, the reality is going to be, unless they get the spending under control, which they're not going to, of course, we're going to be a second job society. And what I mean by that is we're going to become a society where the norm is going to be that, that, and I'm not talking about people who kind of work niche professions or whatever. I'm talking about nine to five people are going to be then going to their second job. That's just the, that's the looming reality because you cannot keep up with this level of inflation. And wasn't it Chris Christie in the debate last night who pointed out that it was 17 minutes in before they started talking about the economy? Shouldn't that have been the first question right out of the gate? That is the concern of most Americans. You know, I, so now that we're Costco people, mm-hmm. and and my wife and I had this conversation about, and I think we talked about this 
when we when we were mentioning that we became Costco people, our our pattern of behavior has now had to change in terms of how we consume things. And what I mean by that is you can do well at a Costco if you're if you shop smart and you're dedicated to a plan on how to consume the products you shop there. And the reality is, unless you're a person with a bunch of deep freezers, you got to just eat a lot of the same stuff mm -hmm. to clean out your your freezer for two or three weeks. And it was like we spent I'll take the dog food out because that's that's a separate thing. We spent about a hundred hundred and eighty dollars i think when we went to costco the last time that has now lasted us a little bit it'll be a week it'll be a week friday mm -hmm. and we'll probably be able to get through the weekend on that stuff okay so for two people that's 180 dollars living it's more than just food it was toilet paper etc but it's like that's really expensive mm -hmm. for people living pretty moderate you know responsible existences and now you feel like you've got to change your pattern of how you consume food and the food you consume just to be able to have some semblance of financial stability so investopedia analysis came out Who? in the investopedia oh. they said the american dream which we've talked about what is the american dream that fluctuates but they say it now costs 3.4 million dollars to get married buy a home, raise children, cover health care, and retire. $3.4 million is what it's going to cost you yeah, that's, to live your life. That seems that seems about right. Mm -hmm. um, having kids is expensive. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the club. You're just buying those uh, diapers at Costco. All of the, the point of all of this is that I wanted to get into the segment about Biden. He had a press conference yesterday, and he was talking about funding for Ukraine yeah. and Israel. And we'll get to that in just a second. But during the press conference, he was asked about different interactions that he had with some of Hunter's foreign business associates. Is he still saying no? Is, still, is he still? Yes, Rob. <laughs> your president is still lying to you. President Biden on Ukraine and also China, uh, there is polling by the Associated Press that shows that almost 70 percent of Americans, including 40 percent of Democrats, believe that you acted either illegally or unethically in regards to your family's business interests. Can you explain to the Americans, uh, to Americans amid this impeachment inquiry, why you interacted with so many of your son and brother's foreign business associates? I'm not going to comment that I did not, and it's just a bunch of lies. You didn't interact with many of their business associates? I did not. There's what? lies. So he's just flat out denying it. But but this is a really great insight. You know why he's doing that? Because he got away with doing because it. Because nobody for, is holding him accountable. Right. He got he's got he's got away. The the thing with Joe Biden is he got away with obvious lies his ent entire life. I mean, it's a litany. Uh, I mean, the guy committed plagiarism. That's why his first presidential campaign went down the tubes. Just blatantly stole stuff. Nothing happened to him. Mm -hmm. He's told these ridiculous lies at lunches and uh, ribbon cuttings and all of these things for 50 years. And so the obvious, when you don't get held to account, you just keep stepping up mm -hmm. the thing that you're lying about and in the case of Joe Biden, then he starts 
dealing into the unethical and then into the illegal. Why? Because he never got held to account. He lied about it. Why? Because he never got... It's, listen, and we're not talking about 30 years ago, Casey. We're talking about the media was still covering for him as recently as a year or so ago. Mm-hmm. So why so why would he do anything why would he do anything different now Casey Well in some of his meetings with these foreign business associates they date back to 2010 sure. So this has been going on for a long time a decade ago Hunter flew with Joe Biden aboard Air Force 2 to China where he introduced him to Jonathan Lee a China businessman I mean there's so there's so much stuff that is documented that he's met with these business sure. people and yet he's going to stand there in front of the cameras in front of the microphones broadcast it out to the American people it's a bunch of lies and he he's still getting I mean he's still getting away with it we're not even sure if the republicans are going to be able to impeach this guy I mean he will very likely get away with it he, whether he's the nominee or not he will likely never be held to account criminally for what he's done and this is why people disengage from the governance and politics in this country because they look at the blatantly obvious behavior and they see somebody not only getting away with it but thriving based on it and people say why why should i do things the right way why should i be an ethical person why shouldn't i take a shortcut the president of the united states has and look at all the money he's made off of it so yesterday, 12,000 illegals uh, imploded through the border, and it was the highest single day ever recorded. Of course, we've been told for a long time that the border is secure, and we know that that's not true. But Biden yesterday is blaming it all on Republicans, saying that they're playing chicken with our national security. Holding Ukraine's funding hostages are extreme partisan border policies. Let me be clear. We need real solutions. I support real solutions at the border. I put forward a comprehensive plan the first day I came into office. I made it clear that we need Congress to make changes to fix what is a broken immigration system. And there it is again, the most used phrase. Let me be clear. Least used phrase. Mm-hmm. Let me be, be specific. specific. And yeah. they never give you the details. Okay, Joe Biden, what does that look like to you? How would you secure, secure being the key word, the southern border? Granting amnesty to people who have broke the law have nothing to do with securing the southern border. Going back to 1986, this has gone on in this country where we always get the amnesty, whether it was Reagan with the Simpson-Mazzoli bill where 2 million people got to stay. The deal in 1986, Casey, was amnesty for border security. We got the amnesty. 37 years later, we still don't have the border security. The Dreamers, oh, you guys get to stay. Where's the border security? The border never gets secured, and the people get keep getting to stay in the country illegally because that's what the politicians want. That's what the politicians care about. So securing the border, it's not extreme. It's not partisan. He's blaming it on Republicans. Republicans are saying, no, we just want the funding separate. Yeah. Come to us with separate bills. We'll consider it. But now Biden is saying, oh, they don't want to secure the border. I've wanted this all along. Sure you have. Okay, last thing I wanted to play for you, and this actually is a little bit scary because it sounds... Like Biden is committing U.S. troops to fighting Russian troops. Well, we've committed as a NATO member that we defend every inch of NATO territory. Then we'll have something that we don't seek, 
and that we don't have today American troops fighting Russian troops. American troops fighting Russian troops if he moves into other parts of NATO. Of course, he's talking about Putin. He he wa- I mean, there's so many people who want us to go to war with Russia. I mean, you've got obviously the military industrial complex, these these incredibly wealthy companies who will make massive amounts of money off of it. And the politicians, you know, have their marching orders on that. And then you have Joe Biden, who probably is is hoping for a reason to pull that trigger, because what would it do? It would distract from what's going on here at home. Remember, mm-hmm. remember what a great distraction Ukraine was for him a year and a half ago, Casey. You had just started here at the time because I got everybody focused on, we got to fly our Ukraine Ukraine flags. We got to change our profile And nobody photos. was talking about the uh, laptop from hell. Right. Nobody was talking about his kids' business dealings. Mm-hmm. Nobody was talking about his involvement in those. Nobody, you know, people got off the economy. It was Ukraine, 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 Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And that was a big winner for him. So he is certainly hoping, I think, for the ability to send U.S. troops to fight the Russians. You know, he's saying, uh, well, the talking point from the administration now is that if we lose Ukraine, well, there's a NATO country right next door to Ukraine, and that means Putin is just going to keep on moving there. Okay, well, do we have to be in NATO then? Well, we're we're funding it more than anybody else. Absolutely. And he said it twice uh, about putting U.S. troops on the ground. So this isn't really a gaffe. This is something that's clearly on his mind. And it also seems like it's a way that he's strong-arming members of Congress into giving Ukraine more aid. Yeah. Like, you know, we have to do this or this is going to happen. All right, Casey, I know on Fridays we have our etiquette segment. Yeah. But I have an etiquette question for you Ooh. when we come back. Do we need to get Susan Beckwith on well, the hotline? I just, I don't. You I think I can handle this? You're, you are a seasoned <laughs> radio professional. You've been in radio office environments for a very long time. I think you can help me work through this etiquette conundrum that I'm having. All right. We'll do it. We'll do our best. Okay. <laughs> it's coming up with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. One minutes after 10 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. What's your problem now? Well, okay, so we have an update. Uh, it turns out Scotty Johnston mm-hmm. is getting my office. For yeah. those, of you, those of you who missed the first hour, after seven years, uh, because we have 9,000 new people coming to the fourth floor mm-hmm. uh, here at the MS Communications building, yeah. um, I was informed yesterday that my office will be handed over to someone else. Turns out it's going to be Scotty Johnston, who Scotty has actually worked for Emmis and now Urban One for 883 years. So he's <laughs> he has been here since the earth was young. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Scotty told me that, um, you know, so the fan, so what has happened here is the fan has moved down. It used to be on the, what was that, the fifth floor, sixth floor, sixth floor. It is now on the same floor as us, so we mm-hmm. now share a floor with the fan. Mm-hmm. And Scotty kind of manages all things fan, WIBC, a whole bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff. 
he is being booted because all the fan producers are taking over his office. Right. So he is getting my office. And I. he told me, he came in here when we were talking, he has had the same office since 1998. Wow. He was here when this building opened. That's how long Scotty has been here. Does he have as much stuff in his office oh, he's got more. as you do in yours? He's got more. Really? Yeah. Is I, he going to purge? Uh, I don't know what his plan is. He'll probably find... Uh, the Knights Templar treasure when he moves all of his stuff out of there uh, as long as Scotty's been there. But I do feel good that at least a uh, WIBC radio, uh, you know, network Indiana lifer like Scotty Johnson is going to get mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. office. So after a deep clean. Um, yeah, I think he's <laughs> I think he he's familiar with me. What's going on back there? <laughs> What's going on back there? Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, so my other uh, conundrum that I had is because now we are just, there's all sorts of chaos right now as they're trying to get everything figured out because a bunch of radio stations are coming in. Mm-hmm. They're moving other radio stations. We had to do some production this morning on the fifth floor. Yeah. And then I started moseying around the fifth floor because, well, why not? Why wouldn't you? I mean, you know, While you're up there, um, look around. And, What'd you find? Well, I found that in the kitchen lobby, so not yeah. in the fridge, but uh-huh. in the kitchen lobby, there were two two liters uh-huh. of soda. Yeah. And it looked like one of them was Diet Pepsi, which I consume. Okay. And the other was, it's not Sprite. What's the... Uh, what's the... Sierra Mist? Sierra Mist was the other one. And Although so, I think they discontinued that, didn't they? Did they? I don't know. It might be 7-Up, right? No, I would know 7-Up. It was one of the clear ones. <laughs> it's the one you drink when you're not feeling well. Yeah. Oh, okay. any, anyway, so there were these two <laughs> bottles sitting there. And on our floor, if things are left in that open kitchen space, it's understood it is it is fair game. So oh, whether it's grass. coffee or hot chocolate sure. or anything left out there, there's an understanding if you leave it out there, it's fair game. However... I'm not a fifth floor person, but I really want a soda and I really don't want to pay for soda because we've been through the drama with the vending machine and I'm not rewarding the bad behavior from the vending people. Yeah. So am I allowed? I mean, there was no sign on it. There was no sign that said. This is mine. Hands off. Yeah. You know, this is for Fred's party later. Please don't touch. I mean, you'd think it'd be in the fridge anyway. Am I fair game to go up there? And help pour yourself? myself a thing of soda. Yeah, or am I, I committing a party foul? No, I think you're good. If there's no note on it, by the way, whose would it have been? Because Starry, that's what it is. Uh, Troy in the YouTube chat. Starry. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the new Sierra Mist. Oh. They replaced it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so whose was it? Because there's nobody up there right? on that floor. This is my question. It's just random pop, right? No, I think you're good to go. I, I think you should grab some. Okay, so I'm going to do that. But here's... Here's the thing, Rob. Yeah. You, you, you've mentioned you're now a Costco family. Yeah. And this has been multiple times mm-hmm. when you have gone searching yeah. for a beverage. Yeah. Hammer even brought in some Pepsi for you one yeah, day. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Don't you think it's about time that you pony up and just get yourself some pop, bring it in here, so that when you're feeling like you need some Starry yeah. or Pepsi, it's available to well, you? Well, here's the thing, Casey. <laughs> I did buy the 36 36- count of mm-hmm. soda at the Costco with the intention that I would be able to bring them in. Mm-hmm. However, it, it just, stayed at home. Well, it just, it, 
It's it, not doing you any good here. It slips my mind as I'm heading out the door oh, that I should bring. Yeah. You know, I've got a lot of things going no, on. No, I, I get that. You do have a lot of responsibilities. I do a lot of charitable work. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I... Uh, well, with the baby and the multiple right. jobs and making sure that the interview with Jim Merritt and Abdul goes off on time. Absolutely. And moving studios and now you have to move your office. I mean... How are you doing it, Rob? I don't know. There's so much going on in your life right now. You, you know, you're being a smart ass right now. <laughs> and you're going to see beginning Tuesday all the stuff I actually do around here. Because for the next, whatever that's going to be, 20 uh-huh. some odd days. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's you and Cavino over here. Yeah. And I noticed last night you tweeted out something along the lines of this debate without Trump is like me. Oh, yeah. Boy, that was like a good me one. without the radio this, show. This was actually one of my better uh, my better <laughs> tweets. I, I'll just go ahead and read that real quick. And then we'll get to the news with Kurt Darling. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh where is it at? Did I even tweet that out? Uh, yeah, you did. You said people will listen, but oh, it won't be as good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I basically said, uh, oh, yeah, there it is. Watching these people debate without Trump is like when someone fills in for me on our show. Mm-hmm. It's political content, so many will listen, but it's not nearly as entertaining and simply not the same. No, it won't be the same. <laughs> Kurt Darling's next. It's 93 WIBC. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. your voicemails, questions, comments, smart remarks, whatever is on your mind at 317-684-8444. It is 1032 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So earlier this week, we got a letter from James and James is uh, somebody who's in the Plainfield Correctional Facility and he writes to us often. And in his letter, he had included a magazine subscription wish list Mm -hmm. he had completed it he had filled it out and i believe his goal was to merely have me cut a check and send it away for him on his behalf and then he would get the magazines i mean you've got to admire the creativity of that Mm -hmm. and i mean that's an entrepreneurial spirit right there casey yeah uh, getting attempting to get you to pay for his skin magazines, and they did not seem overly pricey. That you could bundle them seven for seventy bucks, eight for eighty bucks, nine for ninety bucks, etc. Uh-huh. But my issue was the content of the magazine. Oh, I see. You know, I mean, they they were so, so- babes and 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 skin and uh, beach bunnies. and So wait, you're telling me if he had wanted National Geographic, you would have considered <laughs> buying the subscription for the guy in the Plainfield Correctional Facility? I probably would have considered it longer. Uh, but based on the content, I said, nope, this isn't, this isn't my jam. Not going to help you out with this. So James' mistake was that he didn't ask for uh, Reader's Digest. Reader's Digest or <laughs> Guitar Player Magazine or, yeah. I mean, it's are you serious? I, I, I may have considered it more, but it, I mean, you know, you, you saw what the magazine I, I, I did see. I just find this fascinating that James' j- mistake was not asking for someone he doesn't actually know to give him stuff. Mm-hmm. It was he didn't ask for the right stuff. Right. But after this next phone call, I'm feeling kind of bad about it. Oh. Yeah. And this is Greg, and he explains why the magazines could be helpful. Uh, just been listening to the show on podcast when 
I'm still driving uh, east. But anyway, uh, I was listening to the podcast of the show today, and I uh, heard you talk about the, the gentleman that's in the uh, Plainfield uh, Corrections Facility. Um, I have a prison ministry, and one of the things that I do know about is, um, and I don't know if this is this guy's motive or not, but I know uh, my brother-in-law is is locked up, and and uh, he gets magazines, and I know it. The magazines, when he shares them, it keeps him protected. Oh. If that sounds right, um, I don't want to go into too much detail, but if you know what I mean, um, so I know. But, and I'm not saying Casey that you need to you need to oblige this guy and, and send him a uh, magazine, but a lot of times when these guys. Uh, receive uh magazines you know subscription or what have you it it actually helps them out it keeps them kind of protected somewhat so anyway i just thought i'd throw that in there i love you guys you guys have a great show and uh you guys take care god bless you now don't you feel bad so i'm still not going to do it but maybe like a book? I, I don't know if a, a book would protect him. Yeah, you send him Charlotte's Web and let's see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so I made a comment yesterday. I associated Vivek Ramaswamy with uh, Chester, the dog from Chester and this, Spike. This, this was a cartoon. cartoon you used to watch in the in the in the 60s right <laughs> I was not alive in the 60s Rob now, the but cartoon I, it came out in the early 50s right and it was still airing in the 70s and even in the 80s no I had never heard of this cartoon we thought you were I mean Cab admit you thought this she had old the old lady had gone crazy here right <laughs> I mean I, I didn't get the reference I'll admit but then I did some quick research mm-hmm. and I found out all I mean about it was it. You, you, and you said it so emphatically like you know if if you were to say that's all folks everyone would know that's porky pig <laughs> you said this what is it chester and larry or whatever chester and spike it's chester well, and spike and this, to be fair this was like a knockoff of tom and jerry no or something no it, it wasn't a knockoff of tom and jerry it was like the poor man's tom and jerry it was from sylvester no kevin, kevin oh, okay. if you were watching cartoons like casey was in the 50s and 60s this was like a mainstream <laughs> cartoon Mm -hmm. and i think it's great that casey can dip back into her Mm -hmm. childhood from the 50s and 60s Mm -hmm. and you know relive some of those i just was not aware that arthur and ike or whatever the name of these two dogs are you didn't know about their existence what's the name again chester and spike once once again i'm not going to exploit your youth and and experience (laughs) to my advantage but this is like a big deal apparently a bunch of people knew about these guys apparently a lot of people (laughs) knew about chester and spike everybody knows Spike the dog, dude. Just because you don't know Spike the dog just means that you live some type of sheltered childhood. Maybe you were playing with Legos or something. Who knows? Hey, Casey. You know, I know what you was talking about when you talked about Chester and Spike. You got the Spike right, but you know you shouldn't try to prove nothing. It just... It just shows your age when you go back that far to try to prove anything to these snot-nosed runny, snot-nosed kids, you know. Casey, <laughs> I just want to say that I know exactly which cartoon you were talking about with the little dog yelling, you know, Spike, Spike. You know, I know exactly which one you're talking about. 
Rob, I hate to say Casey proved you wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Chester and Spike, I remember them very loud and clear. Anyway, yeah, you're just not old enough to understand. Love you guys. See ya. Hey, Rob. Uh, little Duff Truck Driver here. Your construction guy, so keep my number if you need to. Uh, the hottie with the big heavy natties is right. We all remember Spike in the cartoon and stuff like that. You're just you're just a young pup. Sorry. Hey, Rob and Casey. It's Mark in Indianapolis. You were just talking about the Spike cartoon. That actually was a uh, Warner Brothers Looney Tunes uh, episode. And it was, like Casey was saying, the small dog and then the big bulldog. <laughs> and it was uh, Sylvester, the cat. And uh, the small dog wanted to watch the big dog beat up a cat. Unfortunately for the big dog, a uh, I think it was a leopard or a jaguar had uh, escaped from the zoo. So when the big dog would go in after Sylvester, he'd end up running into the leopard or jaguar and got beat up so that was the cartoon it was warner brothers looney tunes back when they actually made good cartoons good morning the dog <laughs> spike and chester they were on sylvester oh the cat cartoons <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so many phone calls so many phone calls and that was about half of them yeah we didn't even get to all of them. Wow. Chester and Spike, you never knew what you were missing. Boy, I just... Now I put it to you to go pull up that video and uh, introduce your daughter That's, uh, to very, Chester uh, and Spike. Man, there's so many things you people who were kids in the 60s got to <laughs> got to do that we just wouldn't... Kevin and I would never know about. No. Um, okay. So we were talking about how people have... I think it was one in four people have said that they're going to... Put out a new, get a new credit card. Yeah, to pay for their Christmas Which seems this like a year. Horrible idea. Yeah, uh, a bad idea. Uh, but somebody had called and they wanted to talk about their increase in auto insurance. Hi, this is Annette. Um, I was just listening to your conversation about people getting uh, cards to help extend their money, and I've noticed that not only are merchandise items increasing in cost, but I just got my auto insurance bill, and over the past year and a half, it's increased by about 30 to 40 percent. So I called my insurance agent, just left a message, you know, want to know what's going on, and and he, he called me back, and he explained it in detail that it boils down to inflation. So... It's not just the things we buy at the store and the money that I've saved all year for Christmas. I'm using it, but I'm buying a whole lot less than I have for the last couple of years. Yeah, you know, we talked about that that when I had that conversation with the mortgage lender about a month ago. He he was saying how, uh, and his wife was in the business with him, and she was there about the major issue they're having now with selling homes is they can get somebody maybe approved on the price of the home, mm -hmm. but then when taxes because of rising property taxes in indiana 
And then when home insurance is factored into it, they can't get the person approved because inflation has driven the co- you know the, re- the replacement cost of a home, which drives the insurance up to a point where they, they're really starting to struggle to approve people for, for home purchases. All right. One last phone call. And this is somebody who wanted to talk about Radiothon. We uh, kick that off tomorrow. It is the 29th anniversary of Radiothon, and it's a 36-hour live broadcast from Sullivan's Hardware and Gardens. That's at 6955 North Keystone Avenue. You can come in person if you want to donate, and you can donate online. Lots of different ways. Wait, wait, wait. They can see you in person? Mm-hmm. Wow. We'll be there tomorrow How from exciting. 9 until noon. Uh, but here's a phone call about that. Hey, Kendall and Casey. You might mention that people can donate money in both of your names one at a time, like I did. This is Angelo, of course, conservative in Carmel, and I believe I was the first one to donate this year. So have a great time. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you, Angelo, for the donation. Of course, uh, we're kicking it off early. If you want to donate today before the broadcast starts with Radiothon, you can do that at WIBC.com. And Angelo's the guy who's paying child support until he's 72, <laughs> so the fact that he still found a few bucks for the, the kitty... Um, mm-hmm. Well, I think we also need to let everybody know. So there is an IU game on Saturday. Right. IU versus Auburn. Auburn, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that game will now air on the fan because of Radiothon. So we want to let everybody know that if you're an IU basketball fan, you're out in your car, you can't watch the game for some reason, and you're a person who listens to IU basketball, that game will be heard on 93.5 and 107.5 the fan mm-hmm. on Saturday because we'll be doing Radiothon. And we have a big goal this year. I believe it's it's over $400,000. Oh, wow. Well, so, you, better, you better get to work. Yeah, we're going to count on everybody for this one. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I want to break free. Good morning, 11 minutes in front of 11 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So uh, we were having this conversation off air and you and I have had this talk many times on the air. You don't want any privacy in your life whatsoever. (laughs) It's not that I don't want privacy, but I'm not one of these pain in the asses that are like, you better not frisk me at the airport. I'm going to do all of these things to do this or that. Like if the government wants to spy on my Alexa and listen to me bet on sports and bang my wife, knock yourselves out. (laughs) Your theory is that people might learn something. Right, right. (laughs) If you want to watch me sit on the can, if you want to watch me be romantic with the coupon lady, maybe you'll learn a few tips along the way. (laughs) Because there's something, and I had to go in and do this, on the iPhone. Yeah, some update. That you have to shut. uh, It allows somehow people to transfer files back and forth. If you're near another iPhone user who has that on. So I, you know, I saw it and it it was a legitimate thing. I saw a news article about it or something. It was Mm -hmm. a legitimate thing and went in and shut it off. But you, you're just like, well, whatever, just, just whatever is mine is yours. I mean, I'm not sharing my bank account with somebody like I will protect my passwords, but I'm not over the top. Oh, my God, the government spying on me. Like, what is the government going to learn by watching me other than bad habits? 
<laughs> well, now we've that learned that it's okay to have... drink bourbon at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I've learned new exciting ways to say the F word. I didn't know you could bet on that conference's basketball games. <laughs> Be my guest, Bal. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of Bal, big day in the uh, Biden madness. You can feel the excitement in the air. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is what it all comes down to. So this afternoon at 448, the championship yeah. of the Biden Madness in-season tournament. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is the matchup everybody's been waiting mm-hmm. for. Number one against number two. The two previous winners of the full-on month-long version of mm-hmm. Biden Madness, the number one seed, you know the thing mm-hmm. against number two. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Val. Yeah. Oh, there we go. And I got to tell you, as the official uh, spokespeople for mm-hmm. Velvet, because let's face it, this show carries. You're a Velvet booster. Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 uh, I'm happy in blue You're chips. You're paying NIL money to Velvet. <laughs> um, you know, because we really, our audience carried Velvet to victory last yeah, time. Val- Velvet entered this tournament with a chip on her shoulder because she <laughs> felt she should be the number one overall seed and, and really felt snubbed by the committee. Now, the handicapper in me, the sports betting handicapper, has listed You Know the Thing as the favorite over Happy Birthday yeah. Velvet. Yeah. Now, for those who don't know what this bit is that we're doing in the afternoon, we take dumb sound bites of Joe Biden <laughs> or Kamala Harris. <laughs> they go against each other, and we have a Twitter poll where listeners vote on the most ridiculous one to move forward. And normally we do a full month long deal like this in March. We're doing something different this March. We'll tell you more about that later. But we had an in-season tournament like the NBA is doing for Biden Madness. Four clips, two defending champions, two new clips against four clips from Kamala Harris. Biden swept Kamala out of the first round. Mm -hmm. Got the broom out, swept her lazy ass back down to the border where she should be. (laughs) And today, the two previous winners of Biden Madness, the dream matchup. Mm -hmm. So at 448, all the pregame ceremonies will begin. We will have an invocation. (laughs) We will have a national anthem. The playing of back home again in Indiana. Uh The starting lineups. And the final will take place. And you'll have one day to vote. Yeah, so as the adopted booster cheerleader uh-huh. of Valvet. We, I think Valvet will retire if indeed Valvet goes back to back. going to cut down the net? Yeah, if one shining moment is played uh-huh. for for Valvet one, yeah. one, final, uh, one final time. And well. we will have the winner announced at the Radiothon tomorrow at Sullivan's <laughs> followed by the playing of one shining moment. R- Rob raised zero dollars at Radiothon, but he gave out the vote for Valvet 9,000 times. <laughs> hey, you got a uh, It's Great American Day on the Hammer Night show right it is today is great american day like cue up the uh, i am a real american mm-hmm. the hulk hogan theme because listen to this lineup yep. of guests yeah the amazing riley Gaines. Yep. yeah mark patrick and drew storen mm-hmm. a little father and son action in studio talking to great hoosiers great americans mm-hmm. don fisher oh fish the voice of indiana yeah the most iconic voice of sports in the state of indiana fish and then off the rails with Rob yeah, Pendle. Boy, what, a, what a great way to go home. Now, I do I do need you to do something for me because Drew, you said Drew Storen is, is coming in. Yes. And that's Mark's son. Yes. Longtime and Major League Baseball pitcher. Drew went to Brownsburg. And when Drew was in high school, uh, Drew had an interest in broadcasting. And that was, I was at my online sports streaming company. That was the early days of sports streaming. This was in the mid-2000s. And I kind of took Drew under my wing and... 
let him do some high school basketball games. He's not giving me. you any money. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. I'm not after money, Hammer. I've lived a pauper's life. What I am after, though, is a little respect. And I feel like Drew has never given me proper respect for much of what he has achieved in life really started with me believing in him. Uh-huh. So him being able to throw a baseball 100 miles an hour. He wants yeah, to right. take credit for it. Mm-hmm. It's because of you. Yeah. And you taking him under your wing mm-hmm. and teaching him how to do streaming <laughs> I gave him the guidance that he needed and the mentorship that he needed. And those three or four games that he did on the internet mm-hmm. with me mm-hmm. really were very life altering uh, life. You know, the fork in the road, the proverbial fork in the road. Who knows where he would have ended up if I hadn't taken an interest in him and seen something in his athletic talents, maybe that other people didn't see. That's like me saying, I ran into Peyton Manning in the elevator the other day, and I asked him, when do I get my Super Bowl ring? I told him that at that thing we went to where we didn't win that award. Yeah. He was there because his dad got honored. You'd think that he would have some some pull to get you into the Brownsburg Hall of Fame. And he looked so offended that yeah. I Kevin, turn up Paul Colgan's theme song. Just turn it up and rock it out. <laughs> it's Great American Day on the Hammer and Nigel Show this afternoon. Thanks, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.